Are you too old to start a business? We're going to talk about that on this episode of Financial Momentum. Welcome to the Financial Momentum Podcast. I'm Paul Airy, and uh, today I want to talk directly to people who are 40 and above, let's say. Now, all this stuff that I'm going to talk about actually pertains to everybody, no matter what your age, but this in particular is about people 40 and over starting their own business. If you are in your 40s, 50s, 60s, maybe even older, uh, is it too late or are you too old to start a business? Now, I know a lot of you out there dream of owning your own business. You might hate your job or you, you got into a career thinking you were going to like it and it turns out you don't like it. That happens a lot. Uh, some people just uh, aren't suited to stay in a job. I'm no, I know I'm not. I'm not a job kind of a person. So uh, if I were stuck in a job, I'd really be looking for a way to get out regardless of my age. Uh, so some people just like the idea of being their own boss. The truth is most of you are never going to make that leap from employee to entrepreneur to business owner. Unfortunately, uh, you're just not going to do it. Uh, there's always going to be a reason why. There are a lot of reasons uh, why it never happens for most people. And one of the ones I hear most often is, I waited too long. I'm too old to quit my job and start a new business, to start something new. Um, well, you're wrong. <laughs> Sorry, but that's that's uh, if that's your excuse for not starting a business, you are absolutely wrong. Because in five years, you'll look back to today, and I've done this many times. I've had a lot of five-year periods where I've looked back. In five years, you'll look back to today, and you'll think, damn it, I wish I'd started five years ago. Uh, you know, you would have been, if you had started then, you'd be a lot further along than you are now. And a lot of people find themselves in that position, and I have been in that position more than once. Uh, wishing that I had done something that I had started what I had thought of five years ago. So many people just miss out because they think they're too old. But that's actually an advantage, and we're going to talk about that today. Uh, now, if you're younger than 40, it uh, doesn't mean that you're not going to be able to do it too because uh, just because you don't have the experience that an older person has. But uh, I'm, going to tell, I'm here to tell you that older people have some something that somebody in their 20s does not have. So here's the thing. If you're in your 40s or your 50s or 60s or older, uh, I've known people in their 70s who are running businesses, who've started businesses, it's the perfect time to start. You have decades of knowledge and experience that other people need. Uh, 
you know, you, you've developed a certain amount of wisdom. Uh, you've been through a lot in your life, and it may not even have to do with your work. Sometimes it's just life experience that teaches you lessons that you can put to use in business that somebody 25 may not have. You know, I'm not saying, I'm not putting down people in their 20s. I'm just saying you haven't lived long enough to have the same experiences, and that's not your fault. That's just the way it is, you know, when you, uh, when you, when you get to be older, you have done some things that, uh, people in their twenties just haven't done, or maybe even haven't thought of. So here's something interesting. People 55 to 64 accounted for 22.8% of entrepreneurs in 2021. Now this is based on a report from the Ewing Marion Kaufman foundation, whoever they are. I really don't know. But they, uh, I got this from an article on, uh, I believe it was on Forbes. And since 2020, the percentage of businesses founded by adults in that age range has increased in the U.S., U.K., France, and Germany, uh, according to the Global Entrepreneurship Monitor. Here's one thing to think about. The, the older you are, the more experienced you are, the bigger your network. Having a network of people, uh, building your network, I know you've heard this many, many times, you have to build your network. It's only logical that somebody in their 50s or 60s is going to have a much bigger network than someone in their 20s, uh, not 100% of the time, but but most of the time. This makes it easier to start a business. Uh, it, there's a, There are a lot more people out there that you know that can help you, whether they know they're helping you or not, uh, they're helping you. There's a study published in Research Policy Journal and uh, shows that older founders are more likely to introduce new products and services to the market than younger founders. That was a surprise to me. I, I never, I did not expect that. However, it does make sense, I guess, when you think that uh, they put all that experience together and uh, you know, one day you wake up and you think, well, I've done this before and I did this. Why can't we do this instead? These are all the things that didn't work. I've been through all of these my entire life. And now here's something new that we can try. So the study goes on to say this. In addition, every 10 more years of age increases a founder's likelihood to introduce a market novelty by up to 30%. Uh, so that makes late career entrepreneurs who are highly innovative and managerial with managerial experience more than three times as likely to introduce market novelties than the sample average. There again, your experiences in your work, in your life, give you an edge. So don't think that you can't do this because you are older. You will have a better, easier time than somebody who's going to have to go back and learn all of those things over again that you already learned. They're going to have to go through that and learn all those mistakes and all those failures. And uh, and that's why we have mentors. Uh, we have mentors because we get somebody who's older, more experienced, who can tell us, help us get through the challenges in a business. You want a mentor that's got more experience than you, Right. So that's why we, I mean, I have a mentor that's in his seventies and he's been uh, in real estate for 30 or 40 years. He owns a huge amount of properties 
and I learned a lot from him and I'm his broker. <laughs> you know, I, I advise him on properties to buy, advise him on what to do with the properties and, uh, you know, how to, how we can go about selling one if he wants to, which he rarely ever does. Uh, but he is far more experienced than I am. I mean, I've done more deals than he has because I'm a broker. I've done other people's deals, but he has, uh, he has some little tricks of the trade that, uh, he gives to me and, uh, it's very valuable that I have somebody who's in their seventies, who's been doing this for 40 years to teach me. So, uh, at the very least, you're going to be able to teach somebody something. So you might think you don't have anything to offer that's marketable, but trust me, you know how to do something. Uh, and there are people who will gladly pay you money for that knowledge. You know how to do things in your area of expertise. You may not even think you have an area of expertise, but you do. And there are people who will pay you money for it. Now, I'm going to give you a good example here, and the example is my wife. Uh, she was an oncology nurse for 24 years. There were two oncology clinics, two cancer clinics that were uh, affiliated uh in, in uh, two towns that were right next to each other. These two towns were pretty remote in the state, so they had a lot of dealings with each other. They were under the same company. Now, she became the nurse manager in both of these clinics over all the nurses. I think there were like, I don't know, 40 nurses or something that she managed. And then later on, she became the practice director over both of those clinics. That's a huge deal right there. That's a practice director is like the position of a CEO. And uh, she was, uh, had that position over two of these clinics. They were pretty large clinics. Um, you know, four, I believe four or five doctors each in each clinic and about 20 nurses. And then there were, you know, medical assistants and lab techs and, uh, you know, all kinds of people, uh, the backroom people, the, the uh, management people, billing and scheduling and all that. So she had a lot of people to manage. And uh, if you think it's easy managing eight doctors, <laughs> that's, that's a tough one right there. So she became the practice director. And during that time, we decided uh, to get training under John Maxwell, who's the leadership, uh, the big leadership guy. Uh, right, He's written, I don't know, 80 or 90 books on leadership. And he has a, a, an organization as a leadership training and coaching organization. And we decided to get training uh, in that organization. And uh, it, some of it came directly from him. Some of it came from other people that work for him. So there was certifications and, you know, coaching and training certifications that we obtained. And uh, she realized that there are a lot of executives and business owners and entrepreneurs out there who are put into leadership positions with little to no leadership training or experience. And you know what? That is absolutely true. There are a lot of, especially in, with entrepreneurs, a lot of uh, a lot of people starting a business out there with no leadership experience. That's one of those things you need a mentor for, or you need some training. You need some leadership training. Uh, but it's, you know, it's easy to get. So don't let that stop you. So she left her medical career at the age of 50 and started coaching and training on leadership and personal development 
And uh, that's because of what she had learned, what she the experience and knowledge she accumulated in those 24 years as a nurse, as, a, as an oncology nurse and as a nurse manager and a practice director. So now she's in her 50s. She has a successful business uh, coaching and training executives on leadership and personal development. And I have seen this scenario play out over and over. It's just, that's, that's a common thing. And you think you may not know what kind of business to start, but even if you, uh, even if you don't have a new product, if you don't have, uh, uh, something innovative or new, you, you do still have the experience that you got in your position over your career. Uh, whatever it was that you did, you can sell that knowledge. People will pay you for that knowledge. She took that knowledge, uh, uh, put that together with what she learned from coaching and leadership training and turned it into a successful business. Interesting thing about her is that she didn't ever think she was going to own a business. You know, I, I brought up the idea to her one day of starting a business and she, it scared her. Uh, she didn't think that was for her. But, um, you know, the more she thought about it, the more she thought it was a good idea. And, and, uh, and, you know, it's a good thing because, uh, now she's helping a lot of people with their leadership issues and personal development issues. So if you're in that mindset of thinking you don't have anything to offer or that you're too old to start a business, think about that again because you can do this. Think about your life. Think about what you have done uh, throughout your life, all the experiences you've had, all the mistakes you've made, all the failures you've had. And uh, think about those things that you can pass on to other people for money. They will pay you for it. It's common for people to start up a coaching business and uh, grow up to six figures a year and multiple six figures a year. It it doesn't have to be a time-consuming trading time for money. You are trading time for money, but you trade less time for more money. (laughs) So... Uh, you know, and, and you can figure out ways. There are ways to take that business and uh, make it to where you're not trading time for money. And you're getting paid for, for the knowledge you have over and over and over again. You deliver it once and people pay you. And I'm talking about things like uh, courses, online courses. Uh, you can create an online course. You can, uh, and there's so many platforms out there right now that that uh, make that possible and make it easy to do. It's a very profitable business. Uh, The knowledge business is very profitable. And so even if you don't have an idea for a product, if you're not good with uh, your hands, you can't build furniture or you can't, uh, you know, you're not a, you're not a house flipper or you're not somebody who has what it takes to run a store, you know, a brick and mortar store of any kind there's still the knowledge business. The knowledge business is huge. It's probably the biggest kind of a business that you could start the most potential for making profit, for making money. Um, I want to tell you, retirement sucks. Uh, I've known people that have retired, and they don't live long after. Uh, you have to have a purpose. So if you retire, if you are retired, think about starting a business. Because once you 
lose your purpose in life, you can only sit on the beach so many days. You can only drink so many uh, mixed drinks with umbrellas in them. And you can, you know, you can only crawl around on your knees in the garden for so long, uh, digging holes and putting in plants or whatever you do in the garden. I don't know because I am not a garden person or a yard person. And, uh, never will be those kinds of things. Uh, I mean, they're fun. They sound great for a while, but, uh, you know, they're boring. You get bored with that. That's why people go downhill. I have known a lot of people who have, uh, retired and six months or a year later, they start having heart attacks and strokes and they don't have any more ambition. They don't have any more, uh, they don't have a, uh, a reason to go on. They don't have a purpose. When you don't have a purpose, you start to die um, Jim Rohn used to say, if you're not growing, you're dying. And it's true. So if you're, if you're at retirement age or if you're getting up there, get, getting toward retirement age and you start thinking about it, think about instead of, uh, retiring from everything, just, uh, think about starting a business. You know what's a, what a great business is? It's just buying real estate, be a real estate investor. It pays you money that the properties you buy stay can stay in your family could be multi-generational income, multi-generational uh, investments. And um, uh, it can earn you uh, recurring income. And, you know, I just took a retired couple a couple of months ago, and I they had a building that they used to have their business in, and they closed it down, and they wanted to get rid of that, that building. And I think I talked about this in the last episode. Uh, uh, I told them, well, let's get a tenant in at first and you might like that income. And sure enough, we got a tenant in there at a hundred thousand dollars a year, tenant paying all the expenses. So they, they have a hundred thousand dollar a year cash flow off of that property. And that's just one property. Now, my friend that I told you about that's in the seventies, he's got about 40 to 50 properties. And a lot of them do that kind of income. And, uh, so you know, he, he just like every year he'll buy one or two properties. And, you know, before you know it, you've got 30 or 40 of them and uh, your income just grows and grows and grows. And that's, I don't consider that retirement, but it's not physically demanding work. He, he owns the properties. They're triple net leases. That means the tenant takes care of everything that, uh, property taxes, insurance, and the maintenance, and he has very little to do on those properties. Uh, he brings in a lot of income off of that. So that's one thing to consider. That's that's probably my best recommendation for anything, and that is a business, by the way. Buying properties is a business. You have to treat it like a business. But um, uh, And there are businesses out there for sale, um, lots of them. Yeah, you don't have to know a lot about the business you're buying, but maybe you see a business come up for sale that is in the same area that you worked in. Maybe you see somebody selling their business because they want to retire and it happens to be the same field that you worked in, in your job or that you're working in now. And maybe that's an opportunity for you to buy their business. And you know, the, there are a lot of possibilities out there. So if you're 40, if you're 50 or 60 or 70, don't give up. You can start a business. Uh, it can be a small one. It can be a small one that grows to a big one. Just, you know, don't be afraid. Uh, uh, 
do the research. There's so much information out there now that uh, you don't have to go spend time in the library. You do it in your home. You get on your computer. You you research whatever you need to research and uh, talk to people. You have a lot of friends that you've made in your life, and and uh, you know use them. It's time to time to put those friends to use. Now, that is about it for this episode. Uh, I hope I got some of you to think about that. I hope I got some of you to think about starting a business. And if you're in your 20s and 30s, same thing. You think about starting, if you're thinking about starting a business, do it. Five years from now, you'll think back and, and you'll think, I wish I had done that five years ago. What was I thinking? I could have been so much further along. You have to start now at whatever age you are. And in 20 years, you're going to have a lot of experience. In five years, you're going to have a lot of experience. Today's business world is such that five years down the road, you will gain a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge uh, compared to 30 years ago, it might have taken you 10 or 15 years to get to that same place. So uh, start now, whatever your age is. I, you know, I have run, I've run across people that were 16 or 17 years old that started a business. Uh, I met one guy uh, at a uh, uh, roundtable discussion I was doing, I was uh, attending, and uh, he made his first million dollars at 17. And he was, uh, uh, I think he was, uh, I think he created phone apps or something like that. So, um, you know, uh, just start. Doesn't matter what age you are. So that's about it for this episode. I wanted to let you know about our newsletter. We talk about the same topics on the newsletter. It's called Financial Momentum, if you can believe that. And it's at financialmomentum.co. You can subscribe to it at subscribe.financialmomentum.co. And uh, uh, it's a weekly newsletter. It's free. Sign up for it there and start getting your uh, newsletter delivered every Saturday. And, uh, And that's about it. I will see you next time, next week on Financial Momentum. 